and welcome to Shelf Confidence, a podcast brought to you by the Pennsylvania Food Merchants Association that focuses on trends and innovations in the food and beverage retail industry. I'm Liz Kemery, your host, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Kathy Houlihan, who is the CEO and founder of Dream2 Career. Dream2 Career started as a new PFMA member, and today we're going to be talking about Kathy's Operation Dream Landing. This helps employers and employees discover and fill fulfilling jobs that benefit both parties. Hey, Kathy, how are you? I'm doing great, Liz. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for being here today. We did have the opportunity to chat for a story earlier, so I'm excited to talk more about Operation Dream Landing in this podcast. And um, I want to kind of go back a little bit and talk about your start with all this because you had a really interesting introduction into the world of staffing solutions. And I think that's kind of important to, uh, you know, see that connection in how you started and how you solve some of these, uh, some of these staffing problems. So can you share a little bit about your background? Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, well, I worked in higher education for over 25 years and too often I would see students graduate there are thousands of dollars in debt and they still have no idea what they want to do. And so really what we're trying to do, um, you know, is is to reimagine uh, talent acquisition and to look for ways to help people um, find opportunities to on ramp to their dream career. You know, that that was really the reason that I left you know, higher education was I wanted to have more access to opportunities. And, and I really thought there weren't a lot of opportunities out there. And then once I got into this this side of the business, I started to realize that there are a lot of opportunities, but most of the time people can't find the ones that are right for them. There's just too many too many things going on, you know. So we want to help to streamline the process and and help people find the opportunities that work for them. But this also helps the businesses. They struggle so so much to find individuals, especially for site based positions. Um, and so this is just a great way to use uh, education as a strategic advantage. And, and that's really what we're trying to do with Dream to Career and, and the Operation Dream Landing Project. That's that's an excellent connection. And I feel like having worked in higher education as well uh, in a past life, I feel like, uh, you know, that just brings a whole nother level of understanding to it, which is is awesome. So, uh, you know, to kind of piggyback off that, um, what would you say like the mission of Dream to Career is? Yeah, really what we're trying to do is to help businesses um, to have the talent pool made up of educated, innovative um, employees that are going to exceed their expectations and excel at all the KPIs. We also want to help these students, um, displaced workers, individuals who are career changers to have easy access to on-ramps that help to get them on their pathway to their dream career. And thirdly, we're really interested in um, helping communities to work effectively to share resources because in a lot of cases there are a lot of programs that are available but again people aren't aware of them and so we want to bring awareness to the right message to the right person at the right time that makes a lot of sense now you started dream to career in 2017 is that right Yep, we started and um, we started off doing a lot more education things um, but now like i said we're really doing more of it from the staffing standpoint you know, looking 
a few years back pre-COVID, I know that most of us are pretty tired of talking about COVID and all the things that go with it. But I think it's worth mentioning that it did really have a big impact on staffing and talent acquisition. And I think some of the expectations there and the offerings, and I know that labor shortages are still an issue for a lot of industries. So um, can you explain some of the significant changes that you've seen, uh, you know, pre and post COVID and sort of how you're working to deal with those things today? Yeah, I think even just based on uh, the the data that you know you collected from the PA Food Merchants Association about the forty six percent of your employers and the the people your members are are seeing problems um, with hiring talent acquisition and retention after you know since the pandemic. But I think you know we've seen that similar trend um, unless it's a remote position. You know uh, we don't have any trouble finding or hiring for remote positions. But when it comes to site-based positions, especially entry level, um, those positions are, are almost impossible to fill. And uh, you can see it even in, you know, when you walk around uh, town, you see, um, you know, all of the, or listen to the radio. I mean, there are jobs everywhere. Unfortunately, people are not are nervous and, you know, they're just unsure that they want to return to the workforce. It's just, mm. it's just been such a, a traumatic experience. But yeah, I mean, we're really looking to help to uh, create opportunities for these people to feel inspired about even that entry level position and how it might lead to an opportunity to move up within the organization. Yeah. And I know we're going to talk about that more. I know that's a big piece of it is that it's not necessarily that you're, you know, you're stuck in that entry level onsite position. There's, there's room for growth there, which is important. Um, so what would you say are some of those really big challenges that um, employers are facing at this time? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, they they will spend, you know, money to have uh, positions posted, I mean, you know, through job boards and, you know, they, they may get uh, candidates, but we've even worked with with employers where they'll go through the en- entire onboarding process and then they don't show up, you know, so and <sighs> when they do show up, they're, they're not motivated. It's it's just such a, a, a terrible uh, dynamic, you know, that exists in some of these organizations. And if we can do something that, um, you know, makes them feel a little bit better, you know, I'm not just scooping ice cream, but at the end of the day, um, you know, I'm learning to show up on time and and be accountable. This is just an opportunity to learn, you know, uh, how to count money, how to work with customers. I mean, there's so many skills that you learn in any particular position. Um, and we we want to help uh, to allow them to do that, but also to have the network, you know, someone who is going to hold, hold them accountable. And it could be a colleague or friend, you know, and so, so the, the, but that's the greatest challenge is, is the motivation, I would say. And that's what really makes Dream to Career a little bit different than a lot of organizations. We're not just going to give you a person to fill the void, but we're looking to fill the void with somebody who who wants to learn and grow with your organization. That's perfect. And, you know, leading into that, then, you know, what are you seeing that employees are really looking for in a new role? You know, what is it that they want to get out of that company? I mean, we see resumes from from individuals. A lot of times they don't know who they are. Somebody else send you send you a position and, you know, they expect the recruiter um, you know, to kind of figure out where they where they plug in, you know, and that's really what that's what again sets us different apart because people are just looking for for their chance, you know, their their opportunity. They don't really know what they want, and um, you know, a lot of these job boards set up keywords and things like that, 
which aren't really addressing who they are or what they can offer uh, to an organization, kind of what their strengths and weaknesses are. And so through this process, we're hoping to develop that so that they're they're um, applying for the jobs that fit fit their needs, not just what's out there. You know, and it's really more where they're looking to go. And so we can help them pathway a little more effectively. You know, you have some really neat tools and resources available through uh, Dream to Career. And when we had the chance to talk earlier, uh, we got into, you know, how you use those resources to both with a business, the employer and with the employees to sort of look at, you know, um, personality and desires and things like that and really effectively match uh, that employee to a position that makes sense. So can you talk a little bit more about what that is and how you use it? There are different kinds of personality tests and, and information that's out there that is much more comprehensive than the work that we've done. We're really just looking to give people a career signal. So it's like a temperature check. You know, where do I fit? Is this right for me? And in a lot of cases, is this not right for me? Before they go through um, all the time and energy um, in something that isn't the right fit. So the, the horizontal industry framework, we call it uh, using HIF logic. And we use it throughout um, everything that we do. So we use it, you know, with the employee, with the employer. Um, we also use it with our communications and our entire strategy is built around this logic. But it helps just like STEM did, gets businesses and educators talking about science, technology, engineering and math. It's, it, it expands that out, you know, because not every job is in science, technology, engineering and math. And so we need some kind of... Um, common language that helps us um, to to communicate more effectively. It also helps the student worker identify um, their strengths and their weaknesses. They can say, you know, I am a maven. I might be a naturalist, but I'm definitely not a specialist. Or And and so it gives them a, a way to kind of understand themselves. It also understands the things that they might want to develop. You know, um, there, there are opportunities where, you know, People who are becoming more professional will start to see, okay, you know what, I do need to take a class in communications, even though it may not be in their strength set, um, but they can see their weaknesses through this this platform and also the strengths of our differences. You know, I always give the example with my husband. I mean, my husband is a specialist. He's worked in manufacturing for, you know, his entire life. I am a maven, which means I kind of like to do things. I like to communicate. I like to be involved in a lot of things. But his structure, he does everything from beginning to end, you know, so like if I want to go out on a Wednesday night, I have to make an appointment, you know, that's the way it has to be, you know, but he helps me to create some structure in the way that I communicate. And I help him, you know, step out of his comfort zone, too. And so there are certainly strengths um, that all of us, uh, you know, no matter who we are, can bring to the situation. And it's, it's important to recognize those differences, how they impact the employee workplace, you know, what's going on. If you have individuals who are are happy and, um, you know, understand somebody isn't necessarily like them, they they may be more likely to help them or to work with them, um, you know, so that everybody can kind of get along better. So it does work out for that kind of thing. But like I said, in this instance, we're really looking to help them identify that career signal so they can really find that right kind of on-ramp, kind of nestled into the, the right learning experience. 
And then another really uh, big thing that you've been working on and we've we've had a chance to chat about is this Operation Dream Landing. And so this is another aspect that really pulls in local business with learning providers to really create like a, a personal and professional experience that's very positive for, for the business and the employees. Um, so can you uh, describe a little bit more about Operation Dream Landing and, you know, what that looks like for the people involved? Yeah, Operation Dream Landing is really about, you know, getting everyone to start to understand their strengths, their weaknesses, and the strengths of their differences. And if we can all use a common language to start to communicate this this information more effectively, we're 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 all going to the it's going to lift all the tides, you know, like really across the board. Um, but the program uh, that we're doing now, we're working actually with Luzerne County Community College. Uh, we're going to have our first information session in March. The idea is to bring people in to a co-op experience. So it's an experiential co-op. And so the idea is that you know, people may be familiar with internships. Internships are usually about the learning first. These co-ops are really designed to be the worker first and then the education second. And so the idea is to start to help the businesses fill these entry-level positions with more motivated talent. So we're not just going to leave them out there. So um, through the project, you know, we'll we'll fill the position, you know, an entry-level, and it could even be a mid-level position, but the idea is to bring people in with the idea that learning is part of the process. Something like you know, 76% of companies have tuition reimbursement programs, but business, but the people don't take advantage of them. And, um, you know, less than 10%. And so the idea is that we want to encourage businesses, small and medium-sized businesses start to use education as a strategic advantage. It helps to bring people in, it helps to motivate them, and it helps to retain them. And the other thing is they're going to bring their friends you're going to have a situation where it increases your company culture, your morale. Everybody wins in this situation and your production goals are going to increase. And this isn't just from, you know, things that I'm saying. There are studies from the Lumina Foundation, so many studies that show how using education as a strategic advantage does help mm-hmm. to attract, retain and inspire talent. And ultimately, that's what Operation Dream Landing is about. And um, this is uh, such a great collaborative because, you know, education provides that sense of community that used to exist on the campuses, and now it's kind of moved a little bit. And so this gives the opportunity to bring those wraparound, those student services, those other resources into the workplace through this project. You know, going back to some of the things that we were talking about earlier, I think to just sort of have that it's such a valued experience and it's it's motivating and it's goal setting. And so I think to sort of, again, not just, you know, go in for whatever, an eight to four, you know, bring home a paycheck kind of job, but know that you are going to increase your skills or be able to position yourself for something uh, bigger and better in the future. You know that your employer is investing in you, the community is investing in you, and then you have, you know, you can set the goal that you want next, I think is great. Uh, you know, and, and we have a lot of members who do push those types of programs and a lot of places who, like you said, they're either it's out there and, and people don't know or don't take advantage of it, or it can be better. So I think, you know, that really kind of brings a piece of the puzzle in that's that was missing. Yeah, I, I feel that way too. And, and that's the thing. I mean, everyone thinks that you need to develop a new program. No, we just want to be able to, to pull the resources together and use them more effectively. You know, the things that people need 
making sure that they have, you know, transportation and they have childcare. And it doesn't necessarily even need to be a program, although we are working to develop those relationships too. Just even having that other person who's in the program with you, you know, that you can carpool with. Or might be able, you're working second shift and they're working first shift. And now you can have each other helping with the kids, you know, or whatever the case may be. You have that network as the employee that extends beyond the classroom. It extends beyond the workplace into what makes life worth living, you know, those quality of life benefits. And so again, they're all there. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the right information to the right individual at the right time. And that's really what it comes down to. And that's what we're trying to do through this project. So when you're, you know, your business is sort of bringing, you know, those employers who need people and the employees who are looking for the positions together uh, for something that is beneficial and fulfilling and hopefully leads to some long-term employment and, workers. Uh, So when you're pulling those people together, what does that look like for the people involved? Like what kind of time investment is it on the employer's part? What kind of information do they need to bring to the table to start a program like this? How does that work for you? Yeah, that's a great question, Liz. The thing is, we're making it really easy, you know, for the employer. If they're looking to fill a position that's in this, it gives them the chance to try before they buy. So it gives them a chance to um, fill that position. But the, the lift is minimal in terms of time and effort. The only thing that we might ask from the employers is that twice a year when we're celebrating. So we we basically take the six clusters that are part of the horizontal industry framework, which is developed based on. So it's the six clusters that have been developed um, you know, by us, but it's it's based on the 16 career clusters that have been identified by the Department of Education, which rolls out to the 1,100 jobs that have been identified by the Department of Labor. And it really curates that information in an organized way. And so the only thing that we might ask for from the businesses is twice a year, we really want to use that as an opportunity to kind of bring people in to really celebrate these clusters. We might ask them to participate in you know, job shadowing activities or, you know, maybe do, you know, a a podcast similar to this, some kind of event at their facility, you know, participate in, in different kinds of job fairs, but it wouldn't be all of the time. That's the nice thing about working with this project is, there's not a huge commitment of time. You know, uh, you just say, you know, basically I need to fill this position. You give us the job description. We fill it just like any other staffing company, but they're also going to get these wraparound benefits and services um, that are going to enhance their work experience and the opportunities, the resources that are available to them. So it's, it's just a, you know, an extension, but the lift is is very minimal for the worker. For the employee, we're not even going to ask them to do things during the workday. This is going to be something where they might be going to a class at night or, you know, they might be participating, you know, in, in, in some kind of thing, but it's not going to impact the work at all, except for you're going to have a more motivated employee when they come in mm-hmm. to work every day. Are there different types of positions that work better for a program like this? We certainly uh, could handle individuals who are, and we really want individuals from different industries, you know, who are going to be part of this project, but it could be anything, you know, from retail to manufacturing, packers, uh, any kind of um, entry-level position might be a uh, cashier, administrative assistants, you know, individuals like that. Or, you know, somebody who might that you might be looking to kind of build into and not necessarily a leadership position within executive leadership. This is really about operational people. You know, the people that make the operation function are the people that we're kind of looking to work for or, you know, to work with um, through this project. 
you know, like I said, any kind of manufacturing trades, any kind of position, I would say, if you have that evergreen position, that one that you're always trying to fill, that's the one that you want to pilot with us. And what will happen is we'll work to fill that position for you. But then the other benefit of this is they decide to leave, which we hope that isn't going to happen once we get this project up and running. But if they do decide to leave or you decide you don't want them, um, we can just go ahead and fill in another position for you that meets your entry level, your criteria in terms of that. Like I said, they're going to look at your organization in a positive light because you're taking the interest in their personal and their professional development. I can definitely see that and you know, know from from experience from people who feel like they have that additional support, that additional community. I think it just makes a really big difference in their overall experience because it's that's it. You're not just running solo. You've got connections, people to rely on, things to look forward to. So that, that makes a big difference. It definitely does. You brought up that statistic that we had shared for the story that we did. There's almost 50% of people are still dealing with a lot of open positions in grocery retail, which is crazy. And, you know, still looking to fill those. So somebody says, you know, hey, I, I want to get started. You know, what do we do first? Give us a call. Um, you can reach me at Dream to Career at 570-779-9359 or via email. It's Kay Houlihan. <laughs> so it's K-H-O-U-L-I-H-A-N at dream, the number two, career.org. And yep, feel free to reach out to us even on our website. You know, we could get get uh, get in contact and we'd love to have um, individuals as part of this uh, businesses that are interested in this this idea because we can develop it more effectively with those who, who want to get involved in this initiative. Very cool. And I will make sure to include that information in the show notes. So it's easy to just kind of click on. And as we have our listeners reaching out, it's it's an easy resource. So that's great. You know, if you just kind of want to leave our members with sort of a final thought, what's that one thing that you really want to kind of stick out and have them remember about Dream2 Career? We provide a staffing solution that is going to help you attract, retain, and inspire your workforce. You're going to feel really good about the employees that come through this program. And, um, you know, again, you're going to be able to impact the community in ways that you never could before. So it's it's just a great collaborative effort. Dream to Career is, is spearheading it, but it's, it's going to take a community to really make this project work. And so, you know, like I said, I hope you want to be part of it. We covered a lot of stuff today and we'll have all that information out there to share so people can learn more on the website. Thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it talking more about this. Great to see you again, Liz. Tune in in two weeks as we chat with Becky Smith of Polycraft Industries about the creativity and customer service that helps them stand out in the flexible packaging industry. If you like Chef Confidence, please subscribe and share. Thanks for listening.